And Surly from the pocket on third and six, flips it backwards to Barkley, hurdles a man and makes a first down. What did you say before, Superman? <laughs> Come on. Well, you can tell everybody. Yeah, you can tell everybody. Go ahead and tell everybody. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Yes, I am, yes, I am, yes, I am. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Draft Daily. Today we're going to do things a little bit differently than we normally do. We're still doing an in-depth prospect evaluation. Today we're doing Saquon Barkley. We're going to have a little fantasy appeal to it this time. We're going to bring in Tim. You can follow him at TimNFL. He's the co-host of the Under the Helmet podcast. He works for RBScout.com as well. Tim, how are we doing today? Great. This is perfect, just because I, I feel like our industry whether it's dynasty or scouting they're they're really molding together right now because you don't find people that that just look at numbers anymore and put it out for fantasy you're actually finding people who uh, do a lot of data mining or they do the like the scouting academy and there's so many different layers to it right now that you don't just have someone that walks in and says hey I'm going to do fantasy football there's a lot more behind it and that's why your podcast is great because I feel like a lot of the notes that I have are being reaffirmed or I can kind of find places to battle with you a little bit on if we if we wanted to. But this is a great opportunity and I, I can't thank you enough for being willing to let me talk about one of my favorite prospects in this draft. Yeah, man. Well, I'm, I'm happy to have you. I mean, you've been super supportive of the podcast and I really appreciate that. I know we've talked some. You seem like a smart guy. <laughs> and I, I, I feel like if you, you like Saquon Barkley, you're, you're off to the right start. So let's talk about Barkley. What makes you so excited about him? I think it, it's kind of a mixture of things. When you look at Saquon Barkley, he has so many tools that are already there. People always talk about that big ball of clay. And when he's coming into the NFL, you have a guy that has so many tools already at his disposal, whether it's the the speed or, or the agility and his development. Because don't forget, this is a guy physically, he's developed throughout the process so much from when he's come out of high school to where he is now. Because when he came in, he was somewhere around that, uh, he was around 5'11", but he was at 208 pounds. And throughout the process, he's actually put on right around 20 to 25 pounds. So you're looking at a guy that that makes a progression. He has one hell of a story behind him as far as where he came from. But just on top of those physical tools and that big ball of clay, he has a lot that he's already working with. So he's one of the few guys that when I actually look at him, I, I can honestly say the sky might be the limit for this kid, depending on where he ends up. Yeah, you mentioned that story. It's kind of crazy. Uh, I think it was high school, right, where he thought about quitting football because he couldn't get strong enough. I, I love it. Yeah, he he wasn't strong enough. And then his coach moved him to outside linebacker. It, it wasn't just that he wasn't strong enough. His coach made him sit behind a senior that was doing okay. And they moved him to outside linebacker. And his dad was actually getting ready. Uh, or no, he was ready to quit the team. But his dad told him that the first time you quit something you love, it only becomes easier to quit stuff you love after that. And and he stuck with it. And those are the stories that just make me love prospects. Now he wasn't strong enough in high school, and now he set Penn State's squat record and clean record. So, listen, when it comes to Saquon Barkley, in my eyes, he's the most athletically gifted running back that I've ever evaluated. Now, I'm 28 years old. I can't. When Peterson came out, I was 17. 
I like I I watched Peterson, but I didn't evaluate him. I didn't necessarily evaluate Ladainian Tomlinson. But in all, I've probably been doing this in depth for about six years. And Barkley is the most athletically gifted running back that I have ever seen. His forty time last year was recorded at four three three. If he runs that at the combine, it's going to be like the best size speed score ever. His power, his balance, his his lateral ability to cut, explode out of cuts. It's just otherworldly. So before we get onto only all the good stuff with Barkley, I want to talk about the negatives that people say and get your opinion on them. So do you have a concern with his running style in terms of he goes for the home run too much? And do you think that he he dances around the line of scrimmage too much? Yeah, the, that's probably one of the one of the bigger concerns. And I, I really noticed it when you talk about these big time athletes. And I had this conversation with someone else, and they even brought up the name Barry Sanders because you you know the name Barry Sanders, but when you talk about him, he's a guy that had a lot of negative plays come in the NFL. But he also had those big home run plays. But what I mean by that is when you're talking about a special athlete, when they're in college, they, they can dominate so many so many teams that are under their level. And, and to be honest, it's surprising what Barkley did considering the talent level he had in front of him. But what I'm saying overall is that he constantly had to put his team on his back and try to create and and do different things. That can be worked out of a person. That And it depends on if they want it to be worked out of them. But with him specifically, I think it can because he's already proven to be a fairly smart and good character person. So I think that's something he can develop to be able to work a little bit more within the system. Uh, my, my concerns... Uh, on him. I, I did have that note. I also had, I, I want him to be a little bit more aggressive in pass protection. I didn't know if you noticed that when, uh, when he was working a little bit more on pass pro, I wanted him to be able to uncoil on the defender a little bit more. Sometimes he got a little bit passive was he, he was putting his body on the person. He showed effort, but it, as strong as he is and as big as he is and thick. And, and obviously he, as you mentioned, the power clean record, and he, he is a very physically gifted person. I think, just to be able to use that overall force that he has would be really good for him to kind of develop more. And and something else that I just thought of is kind of the offense overall is they ran more of a spread style system there. And he worked a lot out of the shotgun and the pistol. And I'll just be interested again, the system. I, I want to make sure that he gets used to working more out of an eye or with this quarterback under center when he gets to the next level. Yeah, so my thing with a couple of those, uh, first with the home run and bouncing the ball outside, he definitely does that some, but I agree. Like, he has the ability to do it. And, you know, a lot of those runs are actually set up where he sees defenders in the secondary coming on and they're not holding the edge and, you know, they're not playing their gaps. And he's going right. to take advantage of that and explode by them. He does dance around the line of scrimmage. You know, people are going to say, well, you know, he had multiple games under 75 rushing yards. And look at his games against Michigan and Ohio State. He rushed for under 100 yards in both of those. And you can't take a guy that goes first round. Watch that game. Watch that game and tell me if that's how you feel afterwards. You guys will see in my thread tomorrow. There's seven plays against Ohio State where he's getting the ball and someone's already in the backfield. He played. What else is there? He played, he played behind a terrible offensive line. I mean, terrible. I love Sony Michelle and Nick Chubb, but if Barkley played behind that Georgia offensive line, mm-hmm. we would be talking about him as you have to take him first of all because that's how special he is. When it comes to his pass protection, you know, that was a real concern going into the year. He improved a lot. 
So I understand yeah. you saying that he wants you want him to be more aggressive and finish blocks and stuff like that. For a running back, he's one of the better ones in the class because he does have technique. He has that strength. He probably needs to do better with hand fighting, but I think that'll come over time. And for being 21 years old, I think he turned 21 today, actually. I think today's yeah. his birthday um, as we record this right now. <laughs> you know, he's made strides in pass protection where I feel really good about him for a 21-year-old kid. You're cons- I, I agree completely. We're really we're trying to pick out blemishes on a supermodel if you're if you're asking me <laughs> yeah yeah she, she only has c cups not d cups we'll, we'll live um <laughs> with his system the one thing i will say is that nfl offenses are running about 60 percent of their offense through yeah. shotgun we just saw Gurley succeed so much out of the shotgun offense that the rams ran consistently so i don't i think the team should be able to mold that uh his skill set to their system at least if you're gonna take him in the top five that's exactly what you should do Right. So what I, I want to talk about the good with Barkley now, because I, I think we mentioned the blemishes that people say. I think this is a really strong example of everybody loves him. I need to be different. What's wrong? Let me point it out and then try to talk up about it. And then you're doing too much, in my opinion. So what I want to talk about with Barkley, one is that home run ability is incredible. I mean, he explodes out of cuts. He there There's a game, play against Iowa where he literally hurdles a defender and breaks a tackle while in midair of another defender to land on his feet and then run another seven yards to pick up a first down or third down. Like, that doesn't happen. And some of these cuts, like, he gets so low and is able to explode out of them, he makes some of the best defenders look silly. And where this translates that I think makes him different than any other back in the, the class is as a receiver. Like, we saw Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, Alvin Kamara, these guys changed their offenses. You know, Gurley had eight, what, eight touchdowns two in the last two games he played this year, and a lot of them were 70-yard touchdown receptions. And that's what Barkley can do. I mean, you can split him out wide, and he becomes a weapon that completely changes an offense, and we saw this with Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey. But Barkley is just a much better running back than either one of those two are. So what you can do with Barkley is you can run 12 personnel, which is one running back and two tight ends and then two receivers. And you can you can have that be a situation where you run the ball down their throat or you can have four wide receivers out there splitting a tight end and Barkley out. And regardless, the defensive personnel is not going to be able to match up with you. And that makes your that takes your offense to the next level. So people keep talking about you can't take a running back top five. You can't take a running back top five. But you're not taking a running back. You're taking an all-around weapon. I think that his his ability to catch the football, like he's he's a very natural catcher. His, he runs routes, you know, out of the slot. They line up out wide. They, he runs wheel routes. He's not just running these routes in the flat like a lot of these guys are. Like his ability as a receiver, I think, sets him apart from the rest of the class. I'm 100% with you. And a, a bigger picture, Look, just look at, you brought up Le'Veon Bell right now. Look at his contract situation and the reason why he's asking for the type of things that he's asking. He's asking for running back one money on top of wide receiver two money he's he's saying he wants paid and that's because he's so versatile and in my line for Barkley right now is that he can create a new situation for himself what what that means is that he has had a mediocre line in front of him at Penn State but even with that mediocre line his combination of size speed and his stutter step is just unworldly how fast he can just throttle down and then gear back up with that combination, he can just 
break those angles and really change the situation that he's in right uh, at any given moment and and really become a game breaker. It's it's really amazing to think that we're that we have this level of prospect that we get the breakdown right now. And and you also nailed it on the head with the ability to be a route runner. It's not as simple as he's just running these flare routes in the flat. He is being split out wide as a wide receiver. He's being asked to do different things. And even coming out of the backfield, it's not like he's just doing a wheel route that goes up the field. He's making his whole team look better. He's not only putting moves on linebackers, but he's putting moves on defensive backs all across the field. And that type of person has to be considered a matchup nightmare. No linebacker in this world, I don't care if you're Miles Jack or anyone else, has the speed to keep up with this guy. And no type of safety really has the overall physicality that can keep up with a 230-pound running back. It's just kind of that perfect blend that you want. And if I am ever going to say, hey, this guy should be taken number one overall, this is the guy that you should just say, there's so many different things we can do with him. And, And there's just so many ways that we can win. Why not put that type of franchise changing piece on our roster, and we'll figure out everything else later. The way I <laughs> describe how good Barkley is, because I agree with everything you said, is Saquon Barkley makes college defensive players, like superstar college defensive players, look like I look when I played my friends who played Division One basketball and basketball. Like, that's that's the gap that ta- it looks like in talent so often when he plays. So what do you think his fantasy impact is? Because once you once you go, I'll, I'll, I got a hot take for you. Boy, I I wouldn't be surprised if he is a top five running back coming out of the gate. And and you mentioned the call, make a college defender look bad. He went against one of the best linebackers in the country when he was playing Iowa, and he made him look silly the entire game. Coming into the NFL, I have no problem saying that he is he should be a first rounder in your fantasy drafts, and I could easily see him being a top five back this year. Yeah, he's going to be the hands-down 101 in Dynasty. I don't think anyone's even going to try to debate that. Um, I agree he'll have a Zeke-like impact in terms of you'll see him go in the first round, top five, six, seven overall, depending on where he gets drafted. So here's, here's my take. I would take Saquon Barkley over any running back in the NFL, both in fantasy and if I was an NFL team. Like if I was a team, I would trade Gurley for him. I would trade... Le'Veon Bell for him. I would trade David Johnson for him. I think he's that special and that good and that rare of a talent. Plus, you know, he's 21 years old. He doesn't have the two, three, four, five years of mileage that these other guys have. So that plays as a factor as well. But I don't think there's a more talented running back on planet Earth than Saquon Barkley. There, there isn't. And the one other piece of information that you just have to think about when you say that. So who are you putting, who, are you, who could you consider to put in front of him? Zeke Elliott, that guy's got character concerns. Leonard Fournette, he's got ankle concerns. Todd Gurley, yes, Gur- Gurley is who he is. We, we saw great things, but he, he did have injury concerns coming in as well. Uh, with his knee and and you have to want one more knee injury what's really going to happen to him because of how catastrophic the last one was and David Johnson I think Saquon Barkley is five years maybe almost six years younger than him so those type of things when you're talking your dynasty league I I said this on the uh, under the helmet podcast last night and might have been a hot take and and it's crazy that you said the almost the exact same thing he is my running back one in dynasty overall yeah, he's my running back in the world. <laughs> Good. On hey, Earth. I love it. On Earth. So 
Let, let's talk about it. Do you have a player comparison for him, and do you have an ideal landing spot? Uh, player comparison, I thought about this a little bit, and um, I'm, I'm going to do one of those plus things because he's really close to the player I'm going to say, but, but he has a, a little bit extra on top of it, and it's Ronnie Brown uh, when he was coming out of Auburn. Uh, Ronnie B- Brown was a very good running back. He he was uh, a very good pass catcher. Uh, again, came from one of those more spread style systems. But the concern with Ronnie Brown was a little bit of the stiffness in the hips and and just his overall ability to translate to the NFL. I think the what Barkley brings is what Brown has, plus a little bit more speed and definitely that wiggle. Uh, landing, you also asked landing spot. Uh, landing spot would also be, uh, I think he should go 101. So my ideal landing spot, I think he should go to the Browns. Uh, they have a very good offensive line there. The team as a whole has plenty of capital to build around him. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to still see Baker Mayfield on the board when they get to number four. So the the ability to pair those two up together for their careers would be something that would be, uh, again, as I had mentioned before, franchise changing to to the Cleveland Browns. And I know we're not doing Baker Mayfield, but pairing those two together, that would be that would be great for the Browns moving forward. Yeah, I don't want him to go to the Browns. I mean, I could, I could see him going number four. I don't really have a player comparison for him. I had a buddy text me the other day and asked me who I thought he was best compared to, and my answer was God. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. Like, this guy's different. He's different, and we, people have been debating whether or not you can take him top ten. And you know, he's a better prospect than Zeke, and he's a much better prospect than McCaffrey and Fournette. My ideal landing spot for him would be seventh overall to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, I don't know if he's necessarily going to get there, but it's really because of what I talked about earlier. If you have Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson on the outside, and then you have Cameron Brait and O.J. Howard, both guys who can play the slot, and O.J. Howard especially is an elite tight end blocker, you are going to have mismatches all over the field and even if Barkley only gets 15 to 20 touches a game he's going to make the most out of them and they're all going to be in situations that are great for him and he's going to do wonders for everyone else on the offense including Jameis Winston so I think that uh the Bucks are my ideal landing spot for him that would be ideal it, it would be interesting because they in my opinion have to move up in order to get to him and the amount it would take for them to move up it would be interesting to see what type of deal that would include Listen, Tim, I just want to thank you for joining us. You know, you guys can follow him at TimNFL. Tim, why don't you tell the people all the stuff you're doing right now? Yeah, I'm I'm over at UTHDynasty.com, and I am the co-host uh, with, of the Under the Helmet podcast with Chad Parsons, Katie Flower. Uh, they also do a lot of premium content there with Jordan McNamara. And I help out over at the RB Scout, Adam Spinks. He's much like yourself, Elliot. He's next level with this stuff. The breakdown he does over there and the platform he's given me to talk about running backs and to and to really expand on what they're trying to do over there has been great. Uh, and thank you again for the opportunity to be here. I This has been a hard act to follow, and I, I hope I was just able to keep up. Yeah, man, you were, you were awesome. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, we actually have Adam on next week to talk Ronald Jones. So, guys, look you can look forward to that one. You can follow us on Twitter at Draft Daily Pod. We're now on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a rating. Guys, as always, we just want to thank you for listening, and have a good one.